Hello, listeners, and welcome to Digital Buzz Radio, the podcast of the Georgetown ISD Digital Learning Team, where we are navigating innovation with you. Welcome back, listeners, to our December 2021 episode of Digital Buzz Radio. I'm Amy Heil, and I'm here today with Sandy Kendall. Hello. And Heather Solis. Hi. Hey, can you guys believe that it's already December? 2021 has been a whirlwind of events. Yes, this school year is really flying by. I know. I can't believe it's December, and we're already recording and sharing our fourth episode of Digital Buzz Radio. Woo-hoo. It's it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. It's been super, like this has been a really fun endeavor and super fun uh, working with you, Amy and Heather, to plan and produce the show. Aww. And the best part, though, has been getting to hear from educators across our district just about how they're implementing technology and in teaching and learning though yeah that's true yeah it's nice to kind of reflect back on that this time of the year and in the spirit of the holiday season the digital learning team plus a couple special guests wanted to share some digital tool gifts for the new year with you today and um, these are quick easy to use digital tools and we've not only shared what the tools are but we wanted to share ways that you could use them in your classroom today right away. And we really hope that all of you listeners out there find some of these digital gifts helpful. And we would really love to hear if you are using any of them in your classrooms. As always, feel free to reach out to your campus digital learning coach. We love collaborating with you and we would be happy to assist you with implementing any of these new tools. So ladies, you think we're ready to start sharing some of these really cool digital gifts with our audience? Let's do it. Yeah, all right. I I can't wait, let's go. Let's go, enjoy everyone. Hi. I'm Charlotte Larson, and I'm a digital learning coach at three elementary schools here in Georgetown, Texas. My gift to you is to tell you more about a tool you and your students probably already use daily. Did you know that Google Drive has a built-in feature that can help you stay focused, organized, and work more efficiently? Well, it does, and it's known as the priority page. This amazing tool allows you to quickly locate and access files you need through a combination of suggestions and workspaces. Not only are the most relevant files served up to you automatically, but you can instantly take action on them, as well as sort them into workspaces to keep your important or frequently used files right at your fingertips. It's like bookmarks for your Google Files. And it's one of my most favorite tech tools. You can access the priority page from the left-hand navigation panel in your Google Drive. If you would like to make priority your default homepage in Google Drive, you can do so by going to the Google Drive settings, which is accessible via the gear icon found on the toolbar in the upper right-hand corner of the Google Drive window. The priority page in Google Drive will help you and your students stay focused by allowing for success in quickly identifying and locating files and by helping one work more efficiently. Give it a try today. Are you looking for some quick and easy bell ringers for your class? 
then quizzes might be your answer. Hi, I'm Amy Heil, one of the GISD Digital Learning Coaches, and I'm excited to share this fun quizzes feature with you. Many of you may already be familiar with using quizzes as an interactive tool in your classroom. It's a great way to create formative assessments, interactive reviews, and other gamified activities. I recently discovered the icebreakers and bell ringers feature on the quizzes homepage. There are several templates available. Some of the templates are centered around social emotional learning, such as the daily check-in, get to know me, and the gratitude jar. The two truths and a lie template is a fun way for students to review facts about a concept they are learning or to just have a fun fact of the day. Additionally, there are templates for you to create review questions to spiral concepts. If your students are setting goals and expectations for an upcoming unit or lesson, there is a goal setting template. You can also search in the quizzes library for a plethora of bell ringers customized for specific subjects and grade levels. To do this, just go to the quizzes website and click on the explore button. In the search, bar, search box, type in bell ringer. To the right of the search bar, there is a filter button where you can filter by grade or subject. And if you see a quiz you like, just hover your mouse over it and it will give you a preview on the right side. The great thing about all these activities is that they are completely customizable so you can tweak them to fit the needs of you and your students. To go to quizzes, just search quizzes.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-I-Z-Z.com. I hope you found this tip helpful. And if you have any questions about how to use quizzes in your classroom, feel free to reach out to your friendly campus DLC. We will be happy to work with you. Hi, this is Corey Coburn Shiflett. I'm the digital learning coach at Eastview High School. And the tool I would like to share today is called Close It. C-L-O-Z-E-I-T, all together, close it. And it is available in the Google uh, Workspace Marketplace, the Google Store, for free. It is an add-on uh, that you can use with Google Docs. And if you're not familiar with closed passages, they are uh, reading comprehension exercises where words have been removed to um, help students work in um, increasing their reading level and language comprehension skills. So Close It is an add-on tool that allows you to, with a single click of a button, remove selected words from your passage. And this tool has two options. The first option replaces your selected words with a blank space and students can add their answers or you can have a word bank at the end. It can randomize the removed words to make a word bank. Option two allows you to create hints because it'll remove your selected word except for the first letter. Uh, so you can have the word bank there or you can choose not to use the word bank. Uh, but it's a really great tool I found for critical thinking and an assessment to see if your students really get the new vocabulary or even work on passages uh, for curriculum uh, in languages other than English. I think it's great for differentiation as well because your lower reading level students can use the same text as higher reading level students and you can change the focus of how many words and the length of the text. It's great for building vocabulary uh, with the 
word bank, you can even throw in some synonyms in your word bank and let the student choose. So that's my tool. It's called Close It and it's available in Google. Hi, I'm Heather Solis, DLC for Cooper, Frost, and McCoy Elementaries. Today, I want to tell you about one of my favorite tools, and that's Flipgrid. Flipgrid describes itself as a simple, free video discussion platform that makes learning fun, fulfilling, and empowering. It's all that and more. Flipgrid gives all students a voice, and as a teacher, Flipgrid is the perfect tool to get to hear from all of your students. It can be used as an assessment tool or for student reflection or creation. Here are some ways that I've used it in my classroom. In language arts, I've used it for book clubs and as a reflection tool for class novel read-alouds. It's a great tool for book club check-ins when you're you know, pulling a small group, but you still want to hold those kids accountable that are working in a book club. Um, you can hear what they're thinking, what they're doing, how that's going. I love using Flipgrid for math. I've used Flipgrid for math stations to record student thinking. One example is posting an image from Which One Doesn't Belong. That website is wodb.ca if you've never tried it. This has allowed me to play the student videos for the class and they get to hear multiple perspectives and expand their mathematical thinking. And that's the thing where you, the student decides like which one doesn't belong and why. And it's really great because there's no wrong answers, but you get to hear your students thinking and then they get to hear from other students and how they might think differently. I've even used Flipgrid with parents to have them send a video message to students. I did that like before STAR so they could send some like affirmation messages and just really encourage their children. Flipgrid has a discovery page for teachers and has over 40,000 free ready-made activities and they're free. Like I said, they're free. They have a topic of the day and a wonder of the day, which is also something that you can use uh, with your class. They also partner with groups like museums, BreakoutEDU, Epic, Code.org, National Parks, and more to create exclusive curated content to inspire you and your students to share, engage, and learn. Now, Flipgrid is so easy to use and it's easy to get started. So if you want to check it out, you can always go to blog.flipgrid.com forward slash getting started, and it will show you how simple it is to get started and use it with your students today. Hola, my name is Hilda Diaz. I'm the dual language learning design coach for the district. Today I want to tell you a little bit about iStation. iStation is a supplemental learning system available to all GISD dual language students. It adapts and individualizes learning in reading and writing in both English and Spanish. Students begin with an assessment which automatically repeats monthly to monitor and record progress. Based on the results, students encounter lessons according to their needs that address a variety of skills including phonemic awareness, vocabulary, spelling, reading fluency, comprehension, among others. When using iStation as a teacher resource, keep in mind that there's a wealth of lesson materials. This means that iStation can easily remain a relevant and valid resource for classrooms with students of varying abilities. The reports can give teachers valuable information about students' progress for both individuals and the entire class. Other very helpful teacher resources available through iStation are fully scripted teacher-directed lessons that include printables and instructional tools. You can use this as your focus lesson during reading or writing workshop, and then you can also create assignments based on student needs, allowing students to continue to work on the skills you are currently teaching or providing them with a spiraling time opportunity with skills that have been covered before. 
Students can complete these assignments and then go back to the path iStation has set for them based on their monthly assessment. If you want to learn more about iStation, log in with your teacher account and click on the Toolbox tab on your dashboard. From the drop-down menu, choose Teacher Resources. Searching iStation Teacher Resources for additional lessons and instructional support is very easy. Simply enter an educational skill, topic, or objective in the search field or select Advanced Search to search by multiple criteria. Use the filters to further narrow results according to skill, type of resource, student ability level, and more to find the appropriate support to meet teaching objectives. I hope you find this information helpful. Hi, I'm Jake Schwab, Digital Learning Coach in Georgetown ISD. The technology gift that I am giving you today is Flippity.net. This website allows you to turn spreadsheets into flashcards, spelling quizzes, memory games, word searches, word clouds, uh, random name generators, uh, a whole variety of different uh, ways to take that information from a spreadsheet and put it into uh, something that looks good and is engaging for students. Um, so one of the really cool things that it can do is the random name generator. So you take all the names of your students, you put it into flippity.net and it creates a spin wheel uh, and then you can click go and it randomly picks a student and so you can project that for the students to see and then pick them uh, to answer questions. Uh, another really cool thing that it'll do is um, flashcards where you can take terms or phrases and put them from your spreadsheet into Flippity and it will create digital flashcards for your students. Uh, so that's flippity.net uh, and I hope you have fun with it. Hi, I'm Sandy Kendall and I'm the digital learning coach for Ford Village Step Bridges and Gap. My EdTech tool gift to you has been one of my all-time favorites since some teachers I work with recommended it to me over five years ago. I love it because it's versatile in a Swiss Army knife kind of way because of the variety of tools built into it. Using this tool, you can do quick formative assessments to check for student understanding, ask students to make a prediction or solve a problem while explaining their thought process. This can help identify misconceptions before they solidify in your students' thinking. You can provide practice for students as they develop their oral language skills. In dual language or bilingual classrooms or LOAT classrooms, students can practice both their first language and any other languages they're learning. You can also quickly give students feedback on their work along with opportunities to make corrections and improvements. With this tool, it's easy to individualize assignments based on each of your students' needs. And bonus, it helps you connect with parents so they can see exactly what their child is learning and accomplishing in your classroom. And used over the course of a year, it becomes a portfolio of student work and will demonstrate their mastery of standards as well as their learning growth throughout the school year. So what is this versatile ed tech tool? It's called Seesaw. And all of our elementaries, as well as Wagner Middle School, subscribe to it. Teachers at campuses that don't subscribe to Seesaw can sign up for the free version of the tool, which has the exact same capabilities, by going to app.seesaw.me. Using it even once or twice a week can really impact your understanding of your students' learning, as well as open up communication with parents. So if you haven't used Seesaw before or haven't visited it in a while, I encourage you to take a fresh look at it and talk with your digital learning coach for help getting started with Seesaw or using it in new ways.
Hi everybody, this is Jennifer King and I'm the DLC at Forbes and Benold and I just wanted to give you guys a just a little update on a option to use picture prompts to build critical thinking skills, give our students voice and strengthen literacy skills. And um, the way I've used this in the past is the picture prompts is from the New York Times and it's free for teachers and you can just Google picture prompts from the New York Times and they'll send you um, pictures and there's picture of the day. You can show the students a picture and they can either um, as a warm-up, you can sh have it on your screen and they can kind of just write about what they think this picture is about. Or they can also um, use it as an extension activity to build some critical thinking skills. And then you can actually look at what the picture was all about and then you can expand on that and read about what happened. And it's usually historical, sometimes it has math in it, so it, it hits all of the different subject content areas. It's just a good way to build some critical thinking skills and some literacy skills. Hi everyone, I'm Marcy Lindsay and my tech tool recommendation today is Google Keep. Google Keep is a note-taking feature that is included with the Google Workspace applications such as Gmail and Slides and Docs and Drawings and Sheets. So for instance, when you're in your Chrome browser and have Gmail open, if you look to the far right of your window, you can see a couple of quick access icons and one of those is the yellow um, Google Keep light bulb. Keep's been around a while, but I've been using it more recently and really love how I can add quick notes, reminders, links, or checklists that are right there when I'm in my email or Google Docs. I've made a custom note for each one of my campuses and that way if I find something I need to send to a teacher or want to remember to do or a reminder to research an issue or even just have a list of tasks to complete the next time I'm at that campus, I can add it to the note. And um, as I complete the task, I can check them off or delete them. Teachers could keep a note for each class or even individual students. So you could make a note to document steps you've taken, add reminders or ideas or links you want to revisit later. The cool thing is it works the same way for students. They can add reminders for assignments, events, or, or also make a task list of items that they can check off. Some of the fun features that I really enjoy are the ability to add a collaborator or draw on the notes. You can color code them and add images. And you can even copy a note straight into a Google Doc or set reminders. To access even more features, for your notes, you could go to keep.google.com. And then my last tip for using Google Keep would be to add the app to your phone so you can access your notes on the go. Now, go use Google Keep to make your list and check it twice. Wow, those were some great ideas. I know that I learned some new things after listening, especially when Charlotte shared her tip about that priority folder in Google Drive. I am gonna be going into my Google Drive and I'm gonna be cleaning some stuff up and organizing. Um, and we hope that all of you out there have a safe and relaxing winter break. And we are already looking forward to our 2022 Digital Buzz Radio episodes. Happy holidays from Digital Buzz Radio to you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of Digital Buzz Radio. This podcast is a production of the Georgetown ISD Digital Learning Team. Music titled Innovation by John Yasut, obtained from Pixabay under a license for non-commercial use. We invite you to subscribe to Digital Buzz Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Anchor. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at GISD DigiLearn. That's GISD D-I-G-I-L-E-A-R-N. We look forward to you joining us next time for the latest buzz about all things digital learning.